Welcome to Roadside, where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations. I am Abigail, as you all well know. And I am Janica, as you also know. Yes, she's my mother. (laughs) And she's my daughter. Whoa. Hi, daughter. Hi, mom. (laughs) What's up? How you been today? I have been so great. How have you been? I've been sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, I did not sleep good last night. I spent the night at Ryan's house and his cat kept, like, trying to play with my hair in the middle of the night. Percy. I know. Him's a ridiculous boy. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you, what are you in such a good mood about? Oh, I'm in a good mood for a couple reasons. Okay, tell me everything. One, because this is episode 10. Whoop, whoop, episode 10. Yay! Um, two, because we have 500 downloads as of today. Whoop, whoop, 500 downloads. Yeah, so very excited about that. That is very exciting. That is really good news. <laughs> I know, I'm really excited about that. And really, I'm just having an all-around good day. You know what? Me too. And I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, I just woke up from a nap. I'm feeling ready to go. Good. Yeah. I don't even know what this episode's about yet. I know. And I'm, ex- I'm so excited about it. But. Oh, gosh. No, I'm excited, <laughs> I, too. I do love that we're not telling each other. Like, in the beginning, of course, we had to kind of figure it out. But I love that we get that little surprise from each other. Yeah, I do, too. Because I feel like it's always going to be something fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that's exciting for everybody that's listening to, like, the other person doesn't know. I mean, they're going to know from the title when it's posted, but we well, don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into everything, I just wanted to talk about our sponsor for a second i still can't believe that audible is our sponsor i know i just get so giddy about it i keep thinking about it and i'm like really (laughs) audible and and whenever i open the app i'm just like they're our sponsor i know (laughs) i feel like such a dork but it's exciting it's very exciting i mean first of all any new audible listener is gonna get a 30-day free trial just by using our code which you would go to audible.com slash roadside And in our past couple episodes, we had talked about audiobooks that you can listen to on Audible, because that's kind of, I think, what most people think Audible is. But they also have podcasts. Thousands. They do? Yeah. Thousands of podcasts. How did I not know that? I don't know, because we're on Audible. (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) I think Grandma listens to us on Audible. Hey, Grandma. Yeah. Hi, Grandma. Or Mom. Hi, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my mommy. But today, I was listening to Morbid on Audible, which is one of our favorite podcasts. Yes. And I was listening to their listener tales because you told me I should listen to listener tales. Yeah, they're so fun. I kind of always just skipped them. I was like, ah, give me the true crime. Give me the murder. Give that like, that's what I want. But oh my gosh, some of those listener tales are crazy. And they're so fun. I know. They're really fun. And now I want to listen to I want to go back and listen to every single listener tale episode now. They're super fun. I have an idea of what I, I want to write in a listener tale one time. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, but yeah. Oh, I wish I had something to write. I do. I have something. I keep wanting to write it and then forgetting about it. That would be fun. You should do that. Okay, deal. All right. Go to Audible. Audible.com slash roadside. Get your 30 free day trial and you can listen to many different titles of audiobooks as well as podcasts heck yeah you can and you guys can't see me but i'm making a heart for you Aw, i'll make a heart too even though you can't see me yeah 
Oh, well. <laughs> it's a thought that counts. Yes. Earlier, I texted Abigail and I said, do you own earmuffs? Yeah, I'm very curious to know why. <laughs> and why you want to know no. if I own earmuffs. No, why? And so <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to tell you on the podcast because I thought it would be funnier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that edits our our episodes. And we record remotely for the most part because we are about three hours away from each other most of the time. Sometimes we're together, which is awesome. But when we have to record remote, it's actually easier for me to edit because we get two different tracks. And so I can kind of cut out somebody talking over someone else or whatever. Right. But the bad thing about it is I can hear your voice on my track and my voice on your track. Really? I think we need actual headphones. Oh, shit. So I'm wearing earmuffs over my (laughs) (laughs) earpods today. Maybe I'll just turn your volume down. Hold on. I did that last time. I turned your volume like way down and like kind of held my hands over my ears and I could still hear it. That is so weird. My hope is that we can get noise canceling good headphones at some point. Yeah. But we've already put out quite a bit of personal funds for microphones and our RSS feed and the website and all of that stuff. So it's just, it's just not in the uh, roadside budget at the moment. Yeah. So I'm wearing earmuffs. Cool. I can buy a pair of earmuffs. (laughs) Those are are cheap and hopefully they'll work. I'll let you know how it works with editing on this episode. Cool. But my hope is that we will get more patrons and thus giving us some roadside funds in order to increase our audio and decrease the editing time so we have more time for episodes. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And Abigail and I have some good news for patrons. We do indeed. (laughs) Do you want to share? So here's the deal, guys. We decided that it might be cool. It might be kind of, you know, jazzy. Jazzy. I'm going to do jazz hands. Yes, jazzy. Um, If we made a couple, you know, mini episodes for our patrons once a week. Yeah, a couple. So. We'll do one a week. One a week. Yes. (laughs) I don't know that we can do a couple a week yet. We'll work our way up. Yes. Yes. But we will do one a week, a mini bonus episode only for patrons. So you have to be a patron. But this is all levels on Patreon. Cool. Whatever level you're on, all five tiers of patrons will be able to get the bonus episodes. Heck yeah, you will. And they're going to be fun stuff. Yeah, so these are going to be our world's largest mini episodes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I can't guarantee there'll be many, honestly, because, you know, who knows, we might talk a little bit more because these are kind of just our bonus episodes. So yeah, we might just get a little rowdy. You never know. You might. Yeah, you'll probably get to know us a little bit better. And you know, it'll just be a little bit more casual and fun. Yeah, I think so too. I'm very excited for my first world's largest mini episode. I'm very excited for that as well. I think you're going to enjoy it. Awesome. And I hope all our patrons enjoy it as well. Yeah. Yes. So that's all I all I have for our pre-show entertainment. For our intro? Yes. So this means we get to get into it. And now we're going to travel to the Czech Republic. Ooh. Oh, I forgot this was our, our international episode. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. Today, 
We are talking about the Sedlick Ossuary, <gasps> otherwise known otherwise known as the Bone Church. Yes. Or the Church of Bones. I've seen it I have ways. heard of this and I am so excited. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. Just I'm just going to say there's probably going to be some terms in here you may not know. Some of them I knew, some of them I did not know. I'm going to give a very brief explanation of what they are because I could dive deep into each and every one, I'm sure. But just know if there's something you don't understand and my little brief explanation does not give you what you want to know, everything is linked in our show notes if you want to do a deeper dive. Because trust me, the amount of rabbit holes that I could have gone down with this story. Oh gosh, yeah, I bet. (laughs) Gets a little bit crazy. So the definition of an ossuary, if you don't know, is a room or other space that is filled with bones of the deceased human remains, essentially. Spooky. The Sedlick Ossuary is located beneath the Church of All Saints, which is a small Roman Catholic church. It's about 45 miles, or I should say 72 kilometers, since we're not in the U.S., Mm -hmm. from Prague. Okay. This is actually a very, it's a small church. Like, if you drove by it, you would not know that this was there, because it's just, it's unassuming, just a small church. But this church is located in Sedlik, which is a subdivision of Kunta Hora in the Czech Republic. Okay. It is underneath the church, and it contains the bones of approximately 40,000 people. Jesus. Yeah. 40,000? 40,000. Now, I did see some that said up to 70,000, but most of the sources that I saw said 40,000. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It is open to the public, and it does attract about 300 to 400,000 visitors every year. Let's go. Let's go visit. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Roadside road trip. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're going to travel back in time. Okay. To the year 1278. This is a long time ago. Way back in time. Yes. So King... Otagar, Otakar, Otagar, I'm not really sure how it's pronounced, the second of Belgium, he sent the abbot, which is a, which is the male head of the Cistercian Monastery. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> and this man's name was Henry. Henry. That's it. We get no other name. It's just Henry. Okay. Sent Henry to Jerusalem, or the Holy Land, as it was referred to. Mm-hmm. Henry brought back some of the earth from Golgotha. Golgotha is where Jesus was said to have been crucified. Oof. So this dirt was considered to be holy. Mm-hmm. Henry comes back to the cemetery and he spreads this dirt over the cemetery. Okay. Which means now this cemetery becomes a very desired place for people to bury their loved ones. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's now considered holy. It's got some of the holy lands earth on the cemetery. And so people would travel far distances in order to bury their loved ones here. I bet. I mean, that's kind of wild. 
Yeah. Like that, there's not a whole lot of places that you can do that. Probably not. So that was 1278. Now we're going to jump ahead about 30-ish years. Okay. 34, 80, 90, 40 years. We're going to jump ahead 40 years now. And we now are in the middle of, well, not quite 40 years, but we're in the middle of the plague. Oof, the plague. Otherwise known as the Black Death. Yes, very spoopy. Yeah. I'm picturing one of those guys in those big, like, bird masks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those Yeah, things. those guys are creepy. Oh, that is creepy. Ooh, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> in 1318... Approximately 30,000 people had died from the plague and were buried in this cemetery. The Holy Cemetery? The Holy Cemetery. The Sedlick Cemetery. And you can imagine that this was not an enormous cemetery. Yeah. But now we've buried 30,000 people in it in a very short time span. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Then during the... I'm probably going to say this wrong. The Usite War, or Husite War, in 1421, the town of Sedlik and the cathedral were burned down. Oh, shit. Like, purposefully or on accident? Oh, no, purposefully. During the war. Oh. It was purposely attacked, burned down. Shit. Yeah. So now they're adding another 10,000 people in this cemetery. Mm-hmm. So with... In this hundred years time, a little less than a hundred years time, they've put in 40,000 people. Wow. They expanded. A little crowded. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And over this time, they had to expand the the cemetery in order to fit. Yeah, quite a few times probably. Yeah, in order to fit all these people there. Then they built a new church, but this time they built the new church in the middle of the cemetery. So if you saw the old pictures, there was just, it was kind of like the cemetery was on the side of the church. Mm-hmm. But they kept expanding it. So now they've rebuilt the church and they've put it in the middle of the cemetery. So the cemetery is kind of like around it. Okay. It doesn't. So it's to- like built on top of graves. It's there's no graves that it's built on top of, but it's 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 we'll have to share a picture, but it's almost like a the cemetery is like a U shape. Oh, okay. So there is like a, a street that's that's by the church, but it, okay, it, essentially in the middle of it, not right smack dab in the middle of it but the cemetery surrounds the church okay got it however they did have to end up digging up a bunch of these bodies yeah because of the construction and because some of these remains were buried without markings Mm. and digging up bodies is tricky you're gonna awake something you know surprisingly i didn't find that really I I tried, but we'll get into it, and maybe there's a reason for that. Okay. This new church that they built, they decided they were building an ossuary beneath it. And this was to serve the purpose of all the remains that they had to move during construction and any remains that were moved in order to make room for new burials. Because a lot of people that died during those times... Like I said, they were unmarked. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there was about 40,000 people because in this ossuary, there's estimated to be 40,000 human remains. Damn. In 1511, a half-blind monk was given the duty 
of stacking all of the skeletal remains into pyramid formations. Nope. Pass. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't want that job. I'd be like, bye. I'm not going to be a monk anymore. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> here is what I really didn't like about that story. Is, and I guess there's a reason, because it's, it's said that he was a half-blind monk. And after he placed all of the remains in pyramid formations to his liking, he regained his sight. <gasps> no fucking way. I don't know if that's true or not. But what I really don't like about that is, could we not have given this man a name? Yeah. Like, why is, is he just... this guy? <laughs> right. And I looked everywhere I could possibly look in the all the sources that I found. Nobody gives this man a name. He's a half-blind monk. Like, if this, is, if this is real, if this is true, why would we not want to know this man's name? You would think. He could be like a new saint, you know? Like, that's a miracle. Henry got a name for getting dirt from the Holy yeah, Land. The but the half-blind monk? Half monk has to stack 40,000 bodies into pyramids and he doesn't get his name out there? Yeah, what the heck? So that, that just kind of pissed me off. Yeah, he deserves some recognition. I would think so. I mean, if I'm going to be stacking this many dead bodies on top of each other for my job, I want some recognition. Hell yeah, I do. First of all, I wouldn't do it <laughs> in the first place because I'm going to get, like, cursed or something, but... It just seems... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah. it's a little spooky. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so that part, that part pissed me off, but... So, for about 300 years... All of these skeletal skeletal remains were just stacked upon each other beneath the ossuary. You said 300 years? For 300 years. Wow. Actually, about 360-ish years. Okay. And I, this was just supposed to be their final resting, resting place. Mm-hmm. In 1870, now I saw his name two different ways. One was Francis. The other one was... Frantisek, Frantisek, Fran, Frantisek, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and his last name was Rint, which we'll just refer to him as Rint, because that's how a lot of the articles referred to him was Rint, R-I-N-T. Okay. So Rint was a local wood carver and carpenter, and he was given the assignment to rearrange the bones in a creative way. Why? I don't know why. Just to be more, like, aesthetic? Or, I, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's not the best idea. I don't know who just said, you know what? These these bones have been down here for, oh, I don't know, 360 years. I'm looking at my watch as if, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I, they're, they're We just need pyramids. a little change. Like, we just need to, like, yeah. switch it up a little bit. Right. Um, you know, it just doesn't <laughs> feel right anymore. This isn't the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's what they said. Yeah. Uh, this is the 19th century, and we need a whole new vibe down here, so. Yeah, this is just not the vibe anymore, guys. Get on it, Francis. Do your work. Switch it up. Home decor. <laughs> Let's put some plants down here, you know, maybe a little chalkboard. Chalkboard. Some live, laugh, love signs. Oh my god, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a Starbucks in the corner. Yeah, I mean, why not just keep disturbing the dead? 
Oh, it's totally Lord. gonna it's totally not gonna come back to haunt us, right? Oh, I feel like it really absolutely ridiculous. I feel like it really has. Like I feel like it has. Again. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't find it, but I feel like it has. If somebody knows of a haunting, please tell us. Yes. Let's I just bury the dead and then leave them there. How about that? How about that? That sounds like a good plan to me. Reading all of this actually did make me think like, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking bones. Yeah. Just laying in the ground somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people now there's get like cremated. A shit ton more dead people than there are living people on this planet. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of bones around. Which is just mind blowing. Yeah. Because we have how many billion people on this planet now? Like seven, seven eight? almost eight, I think. That's a lot of bones. Yeah. 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 Anyway, back on track. Rent took the bones, bleached them all, and then started arranging them into works of art. Okay. Now, I said this church is small, so the ossuary is small also, but it Mm -hmm. is covered in bones. Yeah. I've seen pictures. It's wild. The ceiling, the walls, many of the skulls still have teeth attached it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. I I don't know. That's it yeah. It's it's yeah. It's morbid, it's creepy. It's the word that kept coming up all the time which is macabre. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, macabre. Okay. It's not it's not spelt that way, but Yeah, I know. It's spelt really weird. But that, that was the word that just kept popping up. And I was like, yes, yeah. it is. True, it very is. true. And to think that two hundred to 300,000 people walk through here every year. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. Like, I want to visit it, but I also don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, and actually, the um, I don't have this in my notes, but I'll just do it right now while we're talking about this. There's a lot of the local people who are not fans of yeah. the fact that people are that are people are walking through this and mainly because a lot of people were saying like like my family is buried in this cemetery and a lot of people mm-hmm. do not have respect for a cemetery and are just literally walking all over the cemetery while yeah. you know walking all over the like grounds my everywhere. ancestors could be there and you're just like gawking at their bones not not that necessarily. They're not so much so as the ossuary. It's the actual cemetery because they're the people that are in the ossuary. I don't know. Like, I didn't find any ancestors that said, oh, yeah, my my grandma's in there. Or my great, 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 great. Right. Because that was so long ago. Correct. But the actual cemetery, people are saying, hey, you're being disrespectful by just walking all over these grave sites mm-hmm. and having no no respect for our family right. because you're on the grounds and just think you can go wherever you want. Mm-hmm. But other, I mean, other people were like, yeah, we think it's really cool. All these people come here and, you know. Yeah, it just know. depends on who you talk to. Right. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the art. The main piece of art is the chandelier. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking heard creepy. About that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Look it up. Look at the details. Zoom in. What, did, what was this place called again? Sedlec Ossuary. How do you spell that? S-E-D-L-E-C. Oh, my. Oh, my God. The chandelier. Yeah. So it's eight foot. It is made almost entirely of human bones. Mm-hmm. 
it oh, is said I like that. <laughs> I don't either. Looking at the pictures, I'm just like, can I stop looking at these? Yeah. It is said to include every bone in the human body at least once. Wow. Every bone. That's every bone. A lot. That is a lot. And some are there multiple times. Now, the arms of the chandelier. I was guessing there was like eight, but I did see another source that said there was 12. So I'm not sure. It is hard to, I, it was hard to find a picture that you could actually get all of that detail. Yeah, it is. I'm sure they're out there, but there's just so many thousands of pictures. So, But each arm of the chandelier includes a large candle on top mm-hmm. of a skull that sits on top of pelvic bones. And then how, uh, if you can picture a chandelier, how the arm kind of goes down and then comes back up, hanging like from, curves. yeah, hanging from each of those is arm and leg bones. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. This is so creepy. I don't want to look at this anymore, but I'm so fascinated. <laughs> it is. It is. It's fascinating, but also very creepy. Yeah. I'm looking at like the the crest thing. Yes. Yes. So that was my next thing. So that's the coat of arms. It is a very detailed coat of arms made entirely of bones mm-hmm. for the Schwarzenberg family who once ruled over the city, and they're actually the ones that commissioned Rent to do this. Now, mm. why? I don't know why, but it did, I never saw any reason why they wanted this, but he made a coat of arms for their family. Out of bones. Out of bones. They must have been some morbid people. Very possibly. Behind the coat of arms is a large cage of thousands of human skulls. Yep, I saw that. Ooh. They create kind of a pyramid shape. It kind of, like, if you picture a pyramid, it kind of goes up but curves in a little bit and then goes up and curves a little bit again. And then there's a small cave-like entrance that I'm estimating is about three foot tall. And the reason I estimate that is because of the skulls that are placed inside of it. I was kind of like, eh, that looks like it might be about two and a half, three Mm -hmm. feet tall. But you can't access that. Other art in the ossuary includes large garlands, and large is not even, that doesn't even cover. I mean, these are like massive just garlands hanging from the Mm -hmm. ceiling, swooping down, that are made of skulls, that are made of leg bones, arm bones. There's archways made of skulls and bones, Mm. and there's huge chalices that are probably... Oh, uh, yeah, I was looking at the chalices. Yeah, like in little cubbies... They're probably three or four feet tall. There's sunbursts. Uh, I don't know. If, I'm like just all kinds of different art made out of mm-hmm. these. And of course, every artist has to sign their art. So in bones made of hand and arm bones is the year and F rent. And then I think it says check or something like that below it as well. Damn. That is just so morbid. Yes. The other thing that I thought fascinating, which normally I do think about, and I don't know why I didn't think about, is how do they clean this? Yeah. So Good the, question. Bo- the bones are actually cleaned by hand with a toothbrush so as not to damage any of the bones Damn. and out of respect for the dead. How often do they clean them? I did not see that. Hmm. I wonder. It is 
the ossuary is currently under construction. It has been since like 2014. Um, they did at one point have to take apart the entire chandelier and put it back together. I guess parts of it were starting to deteriorate. deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And then I guess things slowed down in 2020 and they're back to construction now. But it is still open to the public. The rates that I found to go visit varied anywhere from like $10 to hundreds because it just depends on what's included in it. Mm-hmm. Some of them included um, like tours around the city and other places to go to and things like that. But the link for the Sedlock Ossuary will be in our show notes. So if you want to go visit. Yes. There you go. Good luck. Yeah. So that that's the whole thing. That's the Sedlock Ossuary. If you want to go visit go for it. But I do have some other information that I wanted to give as well. Okay. I will I will say some people this was an interesting topic and I would be I would be curious to see what some of our listeners think about this. First of all, it's I I'll, I'll just I'll just say it. Some people felt or feel that this was very disrespectful to the deceased and their families because this was not the way that they chose for them to have their final resting place. Mm-hmm. Others think that it is a beautiful way to honor them since they were previously just laid on top of each other after being exhumed. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I f- feel about yeah. that part of it because it is creepy, but they are just bones you know, and yeah, I don't know. I can kind of see it both ways. I mean, I can too. I mean, personally, I would not want my bones to be part of some, like, art exhibit. I feel yeah. like that would be disrespectful. But also, like, I see what they mean. Yeah. By, like, y- using using the dead to make art is beautiful in a way, and it is gorgeous that the way that they've done it. But it's... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a tough one, I think. Yeah. You guys let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know, because I, I don't know. I just, that's I'm kind a, of in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard, that's a hard thing to... <laughs> it is, it is. You know? Yeah. Okay, uh, in, in 1970, there was a 10-minute documentary about this made by Jan Svankmahor probably totally mispronouncing that so i'm i apologize jan it was not translated to english though and in fact the government did not like this documentary because they thought it was too morbid oh so they replaced all this the talking about it and just put music over it the ossuary has been in a movie oh it was in the movie Dungeons and Dragons in 2000. It was a filming site for that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's been a couple little short documentaries about it, too. And there was one called The Truth Behind the Devil's Bible. Okay. Um, little 51-minute documentary by Robert Michaels. So if you want to check that out. And it was also featured in an episode of The Amazing Race Australia. Oh. 
Yeah, I thought that was kind Interesting. of fun. I used to love The Amazing Race. I haven't watched we it did. in forever. We used to watch it all the time. Yeah. I have linked in the show notes a podcast called The Mania Podcast by Harlequin Grimm. I highly suggest listening to this. It is available on Audible. I think it's also available on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure what else it might be available on, but please go listen to it. He, I think it's episode two when he talks about the Sudluck Ossuary. This podcast is actually a theater podcast. Oh. And it is just really cool because Harlequin Grimm gives a great performance. It's kind of a mix of nonfiction and fiction. Huh. And he just does like history and spooky stories. And so it's like a theater podcast. But then like at the end of it, he's like, here's what's real and here's what's not. So we'll tag him on Yeah, that sounds our, really interesting. Yeah, on our uh, socials and in this ep- in the show notes as well. But I want to go back and listen to some of his other episodes. There's actually only 36 episodes. Uh, the last one that was done was in April of 2022. So I'm not sure if he's stopped doing it or what. But I was really entertained by that. And it was, all, it was like a half an hour long. So mm-hmm. I would suggest going to listen to that. Yeah. So that is the Sedlik Ossuary in the Czech Republic. Terrifying. (laughs) Love it. Unfortunately, I probably won't get to see that one, but I have seen a lot of pictures of it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go see it. But I would love to hear from somebody who has. We'll post on our socials when this episode is out and let us know in the comments what you think about this place. Yes, please. And if you've been, I would love to hear your experience. Yes, I would love to as well. I want to know, like, how it feels to be in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Do you get any, like, do you get chills? Did you have any weird, like, experiences? I would love to hear that. Did you hear talking through the walls? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Yeah, so that's it. I just want to say... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everybody that's been listening. 500 downloads is amazing. That's yes, we love you all very much with my we whole do. heart. We love you. Love you. Give you kisses. <laughs> uh, we, would, <laughs> we would love for you to tell your friends, tell your family, share our socials, follow us. Um, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram. Yes. And if you would love to support us in another way you can be a patron you can go to our website roadsidepodcast.com and there's a button there for patreon go to it and you'll get bonus episodes oh heck yeah i'm so excited to give bonus episodes i know me too and i figured out how to post them so they'll actually get them (laughs) oh sweet yeah it's gonna be so fun all right yeah We hope that you keep finding the thrill in the mysterious. We do. Love you all. Yes, we do. We love you all. Bye. Bye.